by episode, storyline by storyline, character by character, as we break down the making of your favorite zip code with your host, Charles Rose. Did I say that? Harry Mullen. This thing about the, the, the real person, and we go, what? We're getting rid of this guy. Pete Ferrero. I'm feeling wonderful. <laughs> Kathleen looks crush, TV crushworthy. Like so many special guests. And all your questions, live on the Beverly Hills 90210 Show. Oh, yeah. Well, here we are on the Beverly Hills 90210 Show. Uh, very exciting stuff going on, Larry. Hey, somebody's going to say hello to us, our friend. Um, Chuck. Chuck, come no. I'm dancing, I'm dancing. He's, surprised. he's a big Lisa, he's a big Lisa Donovan fan. Probably his daughter's probably watched Clueless over and over and over and over. <laughs> and over. Oh my god, yes. I mean, I know I did. Well, anyway, but Charles is with us because he wanted to talk about something. He gave me a call today and so he wanted to talk about something. So well, let's start into it by talking baseball. The, tomorrow is a major day for me and my my emotional uh sports fandom and movie fandom to know that the New York Yankees are playing the Chicago White Sox on a cornfield in Iowa oh. that comes from my favorite movie of in the top yeah, the five dreams. of all time, Field of Dreams. Sure. You know, if she only, I was telling Pete, it was the only movie that I was at, that Karen and I were in the theater together, that we were watching the end credits and she's ready to move and I'm sitting still in my seat bawling my eyes out. <laughs> you know, we had uh, we had Berkeley grad who had father issues and loved playing baseball and had left his politics in the middle of Iowa. You know, it was it was yeah. my kind of story. You know, for sure. I don't know. Did you did you like the movie? Did you ever? See oh, it? I loved it. I loved it. Yeah. No, it was poetry, pure. You know, it was just yeah, you know, really, you know, magical realism. You know, that's what's called magical realism. Yeah, it was really. Uh, I like that form. Gordon's Chuck Gordon was the producer. Was a someone I knew pretty well, and uh, I always would slather because. What do you mean you produced that movie? You know, I didn't know yeah. that we would have done a TV movie together twelve years before. Well, but, we bring this up too because, uh, in case people are wondering, yeah, uh, yeah, well, there's nothing more. Baseball. There's no thing more American than than baseball, but there's nothing also else not more than American than America's zip code. America's right. zip code. That's right. And I want to make an appeal fans. to find the fan, the super help us find the super fan in Iowa. Where oh, this is exactly. set. Where are the Iowa fans? I Please, love. I, I've you actually. Know, Love Iowa and and campaigned in Iowa for John Edwards. There that's a go. separate channel. That's a separate uh, chapter in the book. And yeah. uh, but nonetheless, someone's got to be out there somewhere—labor organizer or school teacher or right. mother of a couple of kids. We need you, and who loves baseball? We really need you. We're plotting the show, and we want you all to join us. Send me an email, Peter at Beverly Hills 90210 show.com. Let us know where you're coming from and where, where you want what you want to represent. We've got some really good ones, Larry, right? I know. We really want to hear the stories of how it was watching the show and what it meant to you where you were. We want to get the, the kind of on the ground, boots on the ground view of the show. Right. And I know we just added Virginia this week, uh, Ann Fernando. And I love she her. She has a really that. interesting story of how, you know, yeah. of, of the show and what it meant to her. And I think there's like 50 stories like that. And we're going to try to bring in. 50 celebrities, more stars than are under heaven. And yeah. uh, it's going to be a big event that's going to also celebrate the 31st anniversary of the premiere of the show, Chuck. Well, with the stars, October we may 6th. Have to do, a, do a regional breakdown. Yeah, maybe so. Yes. Maybe so. Definitely. But at the same time. Well, I mean, like North Dakota and South Dakota certainly will be together. <laughs> well, we'll see. We never know. We you might know. get we might get some, you know, a friend in North Dakota that has a friend in South Dakota. I'm really happy. I mean, happy. I mean well, we've done really well you know, in the South. They're doing waiting. great in the South. You know, you know, I uh, I remember um, you remember in the national ratings what was comprised of that, and what Fox had was the big we we had a lot of big city stations. So we have someone from Florida, right, Larry? I yes. Uh, if Pete says yes, Florida. I haven't seen but I haven't seen the spreadsheet. My hunch is we don't have anybody from Texas. 
We Not, have, uh, I'll tell you right now, and I feel good about we're going to get Oklahoma, but we have uh, Louisiana. I uh, know we have uh, Arkansas. We do we have, have Arkansas. Georgia, we have Virginia. Um, well, we have California. I'm talking we have New York, Washington. I'm talking the Lone Star State. Oh, I'm there's got to be tons of people who yeah. did not watch us. Yeah. I need to be convinced <laughs> after all these years that we have at least one fan in Texas who did watch us because the ratings said, nope, Chuck, sorry, no fans in Texas. Oh, <laughs> what about, what about, I think we have a fan in Oklahoma. I'm thinking Tracy uh, Hatfield. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. She all right. Moved, before, moved. before we let Charles go, because we want to get to the, the, the ginger episode, are you super excited? Next week we have Jenny Garth here doing Kelly Taylor. I think that's going to be. Just so exciting! What are you thinking, Charles? What do you want to? I, I have. With? I've actually, in my in in the the crazy uh, week it's been for me, I nonetheless have thought about that episode a while and and what to say about, from my perspective, of some of these major moments that happen in the course of the five years, yeah, of us working together that that you just change the series and happen for the better because Jenny is Jenny. Exactly. I mean, uh, I'm really excited for that. So that's next week. Charles, thank you for hey uh, stopping by. Always good seeing you, buddy. Red Sox are winning today, so I'm happier. Uh, I've, been, I've been feeling your pain, dude. I understand. Yeah. All, you, all I, of our changes. <laughs> well, we'll deal with that next week when I'm exactly. uh, in we'll person. Be in a mess. <laughs> yeah. All right. See all you right. later. Good Bye. seeing you, man. All right. We're going to run this, and uh, then we'll be back with everybody. Okay, okay, okay. Do you know we have even more new shirts and merchandise at Beverly Hills 90210showshop.com? For instance, watch our Planet 90210 show with some sick Planet 90210 merch. Or want to celebrate at the Peach Pit? Check out this new shirt with a photo from Jill Henkel's collection. Or, oh my God, I know Claire Arnold fans are going to love this one. A little sex, rock, and really decent literature. Plus, for all you Larry Mullen fans, that's right, a get out of here shirt. And don't forget about our classic designs. We keep loading it up with more items each week, so head over to Beverly Hills, 90210showshop.com for all your 90210 stuff. All right. That's an old ad, but we just needed something to fill it. Oh, my gosh. It's my pleasure. I love it. I love it. I love it. Did you get to watch the shows? Did uh, you watch this? So I started to watch. I only got to, to watch the first the three. I didn't watch the, uh, didn't get to the fourth one. I I had forgotten. I like made myself blush a little bit. She was really, <laughs> she was really getting into some business from oh, the yeah. beginning. I went, oh my goodness. <laughs> you know, there's always a trick for writers when you have a bad character. The only way you can make people like them is to find out a, a worse character. And so we, right. so we, we basically created you to kind of help Valerie's character. Right. And, and also okay. in the end, if you had seen the last one, it, it's it's kind of cool because we use you and your demands to sleep with David to basically break up uh, David and Valerie, which we we're, needed we're, to do. We're, and that was our sweep. That was a sweeps episode in February. So right. We thought, we thought right. highly of the of the electricity between you two. Yeah. <laughs> also want to say hello to our friend Sarah here. Hi, Sarah. Hi guys. From Us Weekly. How are you? How's everything at Us Weekly? What's going on? Anything? What's the latest breaking oh, news that we oh. need to know about right now? Oh God. I mean nothing. The summer is so slow. It's all bachelorette BS, which I don't I won't bore you with because it's all, you know, roses. But yeah, I'm excited to be back here. It's it's good <laughs> to have you. It's great. But we we love we love bachelor stuff here. I think. <laughs> The Bachelor and Benefer—that's all we got going. I don't know anything about this. Yeah, <laughs> neither do I. I have no idea. Yeah, well, good. you're lucky. Before you start even talking about the episode, Elisa, you have a book out, right? And I mean, you, you I mean, do. Us, us Weekly will love this. I mean, there's a ton of information and things. You're talking about everything in this. It's called Wake Me Up. Nope, it's called Wake Me When You Leave. Um, and you can get it everywhere that place books are, right? Yeah. I am, yes. I am, I am curious. I read about it. I'm, I'm going to get it. Um, but yeah, I'm, look, I mean, you survived oh, Hollywood. You look fantastic. Yeah. yeah. I, mean, I, I, I totally <laughs> understand, you. Uh, you know, uh, the, uh, at least the book. And um, the yeah. I, don't want, I don't want any spoilers particularly, but uh, or unless you want to give them. But yeah. I, think I, I think that's good, though. It's, it's good. You know, as, as a novelist myself, I know how hard it is to do a book. So I really admire that. It, it, yeah. And this is but, really about like a specific period of time when all these things that were really. Sabrina was canceled. My relationship ended. So I went from like having this love. 
life that I and everything was going right. And then suddenly I went, oh, that's going the way I think. Mm. That's really what the book is about. And healed through that. And my dad came. Mm. Really special. You're cutting out at least. Uh, let's take one second because you're cutting out a little bit. Yeah, we're, we're having like a technical issue with you. Hello? You think it's too close to the mic, Pete? Maybe. Or? No, I think it's a Wi-Fi thing. I think something is happening on the Wi-Fi end. Shutters, come on. <laughs> Shutter, you know, come on, you shutters. Got, you know. You know, I think if she Wait, should, hold on. she should probably leave the studio in the bottom and come right back in. It'll clear. It. That usually does work. Okay. And that little bottom, yeah, yeah. exactly. All right. I well, have to yeah. ask her one question about the Sabrina before we go. To yeah, Sabrina. she loves great in Sabrina too. Absolutely. She, did she play a bad character in Sabrina? Um, she wasn't like not like uh, Ginger bad, but she also wasn't like Sabrina either. You know. Well, she's before- one of her roommates. Let's get into it, Larry, and we'll we'll have her pop in. I want to ask you about the idea that you, at, right at the beginning of the season six, that that v- Valerie's our bad girl, right? All of through season five, and then we're like, hey, we we need someone a little, even ba- even. Hey, there she is. Okay, before, <laughs> Am I before, back? You, before you, no, start, right? much better, much better, and much better. Okay. You look great. Um, okay, go ahead. Talk talk to me about the book again. I'm sorry about that. You know what's funny? Part of this book is it is a spiritual book, and so every time something goes out digitally, I'm thinking, oh, that's my dad, who's like, knock knock. You know, oh, so right, it's right, of course. basically. <laughs> it's about this period of time where everything fell apart in my life. And then I had to put it back together. And in, in the end, um, these, my dad came to me in these dreams that, that helped me to heal and remedy my life. So it's really a hopeful book, but it's also funny because we look when thing, when it all hits the fan, it's also funny. You know, it's sure uh, it's There's horrible, but it's also funny. I mean, yeah, oh, yeah, well, yeah. Great. I have to ask you one Sabrina question. Do you remember the producer Ken Cook? Of course, yes. Dear, he was also producer series of mine, the new Gidget, for a couple of years. I loved Ken, and I you know, admire adore. That. I adore Ken. He was he was just uh, he rem- just reminded me of like this very happy teddy bear all the time. He was always like, "What's happening?" You know, like, are we, how's it going today? You know, yeah. everyone's like, we're having a terrible day. He's like, no, you're not. Exactly. It's great. You yeah, know? He, was, he was a pro's pro. Pro's yeah. pro with an Ohio State hat with two beer cans on it. Lots of, yeah. lots of great comments. Lisa, uh, Lisa says, Elisa, you're gorgeous. Allison says, oh, oh thank you. Beautiful. And everybody's excited to have you here and talk about your time on 90210, which is an oh. interesting time period for you, I'm sure, right? Yes, I loved it so much. You know, I had just, let's see. So first of all, if Larry, you might remember this, that I tested with Tiffany for her part. It was yes, Tiffany, myself, and um, uh, Meredith Salinger. Oh. And so I was so devastated that I didn't get it. And then the next year I came back and I was ecstatic. It was so much fun. Yeah, I, I do remember that. Um, but, you know, I mean, we had, you know, we were all admired your work because you had been in Clueless before that. And, um, you know, when we started that season, uh, Pete was asking what, what happened with the thing. You know, we had Chuck was gone. We, you know, we, we you know, and uh, the parents were gone and we we're right. just trying to shake it up. And, you know, we knew we were going to, you know, break up. Donna and Val, we we're going to start with David and Val. We we're going to break them up. So we were going to. Uh, uh, we needed something really cool for that. And so we just, you know, reached into Valerie's past and, you know, and, and invented Ginger. And then, but you brought so much vivacity to it. I had forgotten the entrance, which is fantastic. In the first episode, Brandon comes like back. The, you saw it. That, right? that was, I think the first, if, if I'm not mistaken, it might've been the first scene that I shot. And I felt like, dear God, how am I going to do this? And Jason, who I'm sure everyone knows, is just such a lovely human being. He was so kind to me. And I was very scared about the whole thing. And he just came into my dressing room and he was like, look, so this is weird, right? But we're not going to make it weird. Like everybody knows this is awkward, but we're going to be fine. And it's going to, and he just immediately put me at ease. And I thought that is the way that you do it. You know, that is how you just meet it head on and 
make, they just made me feel comfortable and everybody did. And it's a little intimidating because they had all been together for a lot of years, you know, yeah, most, most six, of the cast. Six, yeah, six years. Yeah. There's a lot of things I want to ask about that it was just said. For Larry, I want to ask you a question. She, Alisa mentioned uh, doing the test uh, for, for Valerie, I guess, right? Is that what we're mm -hmm. talking about? Yes. So I'm curious, Larry, if you could put us in a room like that and everybody's looking at the tapes or the, the performances and how do those decisions happen and who gives input and... And what was it about that that says, okay, we're going Tiffany? Is it because Tiffany's coming off of this thing? Is it an Aaron Spelling thing? What What is that process like to give the fans some insight into that process? You know, first of all, there's some some things happen which you can't control. And it's, that's why, as, as Elisa knows, in, in auditioning, it's a numbers game. Sometimes yeah. you yeah. look too much like the other star. You're too tall for the boy. Or, you know, there's just things. That, sometimes that those numbers fall in your favor, which is good. And sometimes they don't. There's nothing you can do. But usually, you know, in the times I'm there, you want everyone to be great. You want it to be like so exciting, especially as a writer. You're hearing your words and stuff. So you're going like, oh, this is so great. They're even better than I thought. I, I'm, I'm getting new ideas. I'm writing ideas down. I need to write new things, which in, in your case it was like because you uh, had so much vivacity to it, so much brought so much life. But in the, uh, in the Valerie stuff, you know, it was a Buffalo character. I think we probably thought she might have been too well known for that at that point. You know, in, in a certain way, for the for the one character that she played in Clues. But I, I don't think I think. Now I'm trying to be honest. I think there was a little bit of an age thing too. I think you were. Uh, I'm not quite sure how old, but I think we thought. You know, I was Tiffany a little was bit younger. older. We a little bit yes. older. So that yes. was that because we were really feeling Definitely. the heat for. We had felt the heat for the uh, Gabriella. You know, God bless her. Right. Sure. Well, everyone right. knew that she was. You know, and and also for Ian. You know, they were on. You know, on the edge of it, uh, of the age range for not suspending disbelief, so to speak. Um, right. So that also, again, that is a factor you couldn't control. So it was easier to bring in for Ginger, where you could, which you know, the age wasn't such a factor. Yeah. But yeah, I think that was a, a large part of it because you know. You certainly, uh, it was right in your wheelhouse, the part. <laughs> 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 that deceptive, That's my area. The <laughs> female. On the, on the other uh, side of that, for you, Elisa. Threw that stuff off. I mean, it looked like, like so easy. You're, you're <laughs> delightful. Like, you really were, inhabited the character. Because I had forgotten, you know, not to spin ahead on Pete, but it, it just keeps getting worse and worse. You know, yeah. Valerie's yes. friend, Valerie's friend becomes your worst enemy. Completely. So, <laughs> when I got to the I went, oh my gosh. Let's get, really just... yeah. But for you, Elise, I want to ask you about that same thing about the, the, the auditioning for Valerie. You're, you just come up off of Clueless. You're probably auditioning for a lot of things, right? I mean, so what is that, what was that experience like for you? Uh, you know, going in for 90210, it's a big show. It's a big part. You know, you know, Shannon had left if you, you know, and this is the thing that you would be kind of, you know, I mean, you're not going to be Brenda, but you're going to be the new, yes. the new Brenda to a degree, right? So I think that I might be wrong. I think that I, that the Valerie test was before we shot Clueless. I think that was the same oh, okay. year. Mm -hmm. I think, I think, I think. And so I also think that Maybe partly so. I could have been, not, I didn't, I hadn't, I had only done, um, I did a couple episodes of Blossom, I think. And I didn't, I don't think I had a lot of experience at the time. So that could have also been a factor, huh. I think, because I when we you had done Clueless, I know. That. Yes, yeah. because I remember that uh, we were shooting something. I think it was my first episode and the premiere of Clueless was happening and mm -hmm. I had to get picked up from set to go and you know i'm getting picked up in this giant limo and everybody's kind of like who's the new kid like why is she getting picked up in a limo you know and i was like i gotta go and i was late i think to the premiere i kind of missed it didn't miss it altogether, but because we were shooting so i think it was it's all happening around the same time you mean you know i'm yes. gonna reach out to our professor of teen dramology sherry weiss to please give us the timeline for this the theory. timeline on that and before the end of the show please yes but we so i felt so uh you know it's just intimidating it's all so intimidating especially as a young actor those those that environment is just you feel like you leave your body you know i remember and maybe this was actually in the test for valerie in that at Fox, that oh, just it was very intimidating to me. And being in that office, I felt like I think it was that that 
um, test when I went in there and I almost, I just kind of lost time for a minute and you're kind of smiling like, hello, everyone, you know, and everyone's looking at you going, and it's your time to speak now, you know? And I think I had that moment maybe in there briefly and then, uh, you know, kept going, but I certainly felt more comfortable going back for Ginger because I felt like, they already know who I am. They want to see me. And I, I felt just more comfortable. Yeah. And as I remember, the uh, the sides, so to speak, for the audition included the uh, end of the thing monologue to Ginger, the phone call, which we, you see the yes. duplicity yes. of the character. So I remember having to write oh, that, that's right. that scene early. I, that was from, uh, yeah. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. The, the Valerie God. scene. It was yeah. from uh, uh, the how i how i uh, how i spent my season vacation and uh, yeah. uh summer vacation season five yeah. yeah we wrote we wrote that early for because it was a testing was going on i mean we were yeah i mean shannon was out by the end of may and we were already shooting in july so it, somehow mm -hmm. she got cast it would be it would have been in july right a lot right. of people are asking in the chat about you doing episodes of blossom too mm-hmm <laughs> yes i played joey that was the first job that i i come from new york I uh, went to college in New York and did theater and was going to stay. And then I came out to LA to work with my agency and I booked Blossom right away. And I played Joey Lawrence's girlfriend. And if anyone remembers, he was the kind of ditzy yes. character. He was good, hair. good, hair. good <laughs> hair and she was his equivalent. She was just as ditzy. And I had this crazy laugh because I think he had a crazy laugh. So it was like this match made in heaven. And um, I think it was for one episode and then they wrote in, wrote me into other, another episode or two, I think. That's always a great feeling, yeah. That's great. It, yes, yes. I want to show you the clip that you were talking about. Hopefully, please. I wonder who's been sleeping oh, in God. Papa Bear's bed. <laughs> this is great. be dreaming would you mind telling me what the hell you're doing here anyway i mean this is amazing it's great like, you can deliver oh. a character you know it's, it's just delightful you, know? you have not aged <laughs> no, I mean, oh thank you, you awesome. <laughs> jason never thanks us enough for writing these situations for never really he's never grateful enough you would expect a long letter larry thank back. you he's looking Elise back donovan <laughs> thank you for <laughs> robertson you know, this, we, we tell this uh, story but it's true in the, in the writer's room we had a little sign that said kissing is good right kissing yeah. is good <laughs> just to remind us Okay, so now you come into you come into the world. This is the first moment that you're in. You just talked a little bit about that. Oh, um, you, you did not get Valerie, but you know, you what do you do? You come in and you're just ready for it. But this is a big world. This yes. is nine hundred two one zero. So is it intimidating beyond doing this first thing? Is is the the world of nine hundred two one zero? Oh my God! There's Jenny. There's Tori. There's this one. There's this one. You know, is it is it intimidating walking into into that? And you had clueless at this point now, right? Yes. So it's always intimidating when you're the person that's coming into an established group of people, which is why when we did Clueless the series and when I did Sabrina, I felt like I was I always tried to be extra welcoming to guest stars because it's such a um, and sometimes it's not because anyone is unkind. It's just because they all have a language with each other and an ease and you just kind of are the new person trying to figure it out. So. I definitely worried about that, but um, everybody was so welcoming. I really enjoyed it. I had a great time. And Jason, I think, because I had to work so much with him in that first one, um, that he really set the tone for me and he made me feel comfortable. And Tiffany was terrific. And then Jenny and uh, Tori and I would have lunch together. You know, everybody was very welcoming to me. And then, um, I just loved it. And Luke was so kind. We didn't really have any scenes together and he would just kind of, you know, check in and see like, how, and then he would, oh, he would ask like, so what's it like out there? And I said, what do you mean? You know, and he's like, just, you know, <laughs> in the world Luke with, would normally say, how are the bitches treating you? 
That's the, <laughs> he said, is that what he would say? Say to <laughs> the stars, yes. He was just saying like, you know, TV yeah. scripts and things, you know, because they had been together for a long He's time. And he, and he went, right, that's exactly, I think. And he was saying, you know, what are the scripts like? What are, it was just so funny to me because I felt like, I don't know, but I think this one's great. I'm just going to work on this one right now, you know? <laughs> all right, so you get the character of Ginger. She's devious. She's all these things. Um, what is it like when you get the script and you start reading it and you're, you know, diving further into it? Oh, I, I mean, to me, most of the characters that I have played have always had some, they're like the spice in the soup. So... I always try to approach them with what do they really want? Why are they this way? Instead of trying to just make it this caricature. And sure. so, um, but she was just so fun because she just was exactly who she was, did not, was unafraid. So that's always really helpful to play someone if you're feeling any kind of intimidation. She does not give to what have yous, you know, she was just like, I am here and I am going to scrap together a life. And if I can hook one of these people, my life's going to be better. You know, she just was on a program yeah. and, um, and it was so fun. And then to have everybody else's reaction, the other characters responding to her, like, Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah, I mean, in, the, yeah. in the second episode, you know, you think her character is over, which is because looking at her character and looking at what we did, she was in episodes one and two, and That's then right. episodes 20 and 21. We brought That's her back right. for the February sweeps right. because we knew we could really mix it up <clears throat> and really harm David and Valerie's burgeoning mm -hmm. romance and really get Valerie, you know, hoisted on her own petard kind of thing, and which is, you know, what we did. And, um, but looking at it again, going I back it was, those, yeah, sorry, it, going it, back it, to those first two episodes, right? Yeah. Um, because you in your world, you've got a lot going on. Ray is going to be gone, right? Yeah, oh, well, you say that Jessica and, and Steve had taken over for Chuck at this point, and they, you know, they were the ones who broke the first episode and then brought the character in and have and Jessica wish, wish she was here because she had a lot to do also with the yeah. casting of Elisa. But so she did, right? I remember. Yeah. yeah Jamie absolutely. Walters is is. Oh, yeah, awesome. lots. Of, Jamie Walters now we've been told has to go, so we got to kind of angle that thing down in a gentle way, and uh, and it's and not then, going gently. And so. then again, uh, I always I use this phrase like characters have to serve the show, and that's what the ginger character did because she's going to yes. help us, you know, start harming Ray's character more. <laughs> right. By, uh, by making him look like a thief, you know, and it's it's so cool because. At first, you think she's just doing it, but then when you find out that really is just a plot of Valerie's to look good, like a false flag operation, then right. you go, oh my God. I mean, it's just so Valerie. So we were very proud of that. I mean, I think, you know, all of us felt we kind of had, we had been true to our characters and we had earned those moments. So that was kind of good. Yeah, yeah. So there's, there's a lot of that stuff going on. Um, and then, you know, so we've got the, the, the Jamie Walters thing so, sort of playing at, out in the background. I mean, I'm curious for you, Elisa, because what I'm trying to say is there's a lot of drama <laughs> happening, right? You're a guest, yes. but you're not, in, you're not in their world. You know, there's the, the drama that's happening that you have to bring to the, the character. And then there's all this stuff that's happening behind the scenes. Do you become immersed in all of that? Do you find out like, well, Jamie's gone and and the, the Chuck is gone and there's a new writer. And, and oh, like, what is... Yeah. Yeah, I don't remember um, being aware of any of those changes. I do. I do remember everybody talking about that Jamie was leaving and, you know, some of the, the logistical things. But yeah, I don't also, remember. Luke was, Luke was leaving also. He left. Everybody. And that Luke was, was leaving. Luke was also yes. leaving. Right. Yes. 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 So that was also, you know, when you're around that, it's it, it's funny. I for example, when I started Sabrina, my fifth episode was their 100th episode. So there was a 100th party and, you know, press and all this stuff. And people were like, what does it feel like to be, a, you know, 100 episodes? I was like, it feels like five, you know? <laughs> and so, like, much with Luke, like, he's leaving and everybody's having all these feelings. And I'm feeling like, I, I feel for you, but I don't know, you know, I couldn't, it was like, wasn't my place to have big feelings about it you know because i didn't uh but i i understood that that was happening so you were you're aware of all the behind the scenes oh yeah 
Well, everybody was so, they were such a, and I also remember there were some, I feel like there were romances that had changed since the first time I was there and the second time. And I just kind of tried to stay out. I didn't, you know, I could just see, oh, it seems like these two people aren't talking so much or are they talking or like what, or maybe it was at the beginning when I was there. I don't know, but I always felt like I'm just gonna... If, I'm, if it's given to me the information, I will respond. If it isn't, I'm not asking any questions. <laughs> don't ask, don't tell. That, that worked. Yeah. That's right. I don't know if it did. Uh, Sarah, um, do you have any questions for Elisa about any of this stuff that's happening? Um, I do. My first question is, I read that you based your Clueless character off of like real life mean girls you knew. Was Ginger based off of any real life, you know, schemers you knew? She, <laughs> that is true about Clueless. She was more based off of, you know, uh, probably a, maybe a combo of the, the, the meanies that I knew and more like, what would it be like to just take up that much space and just not care, you know, and actually really just say, this is what I want. Cause you can see initially Brandon's response is, Hey, now, no. And then he's like, well, maybe. You know, yeah. so sometimes, like, what would it be like to be that person who represents us all? Who just, who yeah. just will keep going until they can get what they want. And uh, did like, I imagine it must be so fun to get to play like mean girls. But it did it ever? Did you ever like just like want like a super nice girl role? I did. So then I didn't get to play nice people until <laughs> I I could be a mom, and I wouldn't even get cast as a mom until I was almost forty. Because wow. people would think, oh, she's she got such good skin. You know, oh, yeah, she's got too good of skin. No, but you know, I think they just felt like I was too young. And I kept saying, I am like, the time, the clock is ticking on me, too. You know, like mm -hmm. I am. Uh, but yes, I did. There was a certain point where I felt as though it would be nice if you show up and people like you, you know, like when, when you're playing something that people actually. They like you instead of not well, like you. I think all these, you know. It's funny because I think all these years later, they actually do like they do like you. You know what I mean? It's like that yes. turns that turns from like I love that character. I you know I love how I feel about that character. This is what's great about yes, looking yes. back at the the nineties and all that stuff these these days. Um, I liked you then, so I don't know what's wrong with me. Thank you. <laughs> hey, you know, one thing, Pete, I, I had forgotten that we had tried to hook her up with the other character, Jonathan, like uh, uh, in the Did you? I had totally forgotten that part of it. We, we had this extra character kind of hanging around. Yeah. So we kind of try to put the two people together kind of and take care of two things at once. Oh, yeah, know, that was know. in the last episode that you didn't get to rewatch. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's, that's right. Oh. So that was the uh, Bleeding Hearts, mm -hmm. yeah, the Valentine's episode. Oh, uh, that yes, one I would was recommend good. Well, I, let's just uh, you know breeze through see how we end your character. Yeah, I right. definitely will. <laughs> um, and so you know, Larry, we have all this stuff of the stealing and the Martins are you know you know Felice Martin doesn't like people taking stuff. She doesn't. She's saying, so. There's a lot going on with the Martins here. I mean, how do you do? do Everyone you hates Ray. Yeah, exactly. Steve and Ray. Steve goes after Ray. Oh my god. Oh my god. Okay. Steve is it's, like way over the top. It's amazing they let him around again at all that after everything that happened. I forgot I he was still there. I was like, I, I, I just perished him in it. And then we like hang the thing on him, you know, just so mean. It's just it's so wrong. But then Ray has to take the whole thing for you know until the next episode. We we you know we make people wait a week before they find out that Ray is not the guy who took it. Yeah. Um right. but uh, yeah, and it, now I have to tell a quick story because there was only supposed to be one episode. We were gonna, you know, we were gonna tell that story in one episode, but uh, we got called upstairs to Mister Spelling's office, and he said, "No, I want to have an extra episode. We're gonna run two on the opening day," and we're going, "Oh, okay," you know. And then we realized why he was doing it. So we'd have an episode at eight o'clock, which became uh, "Home is Where the Tart Is," and we'd had this other one called "Buffalo Gal." So we kind of split them up and made more content and, and spread the story out. But at nine o'clock against Fox on CBS was the new Darren Star show, oh. Central Park West. So it was his way of uh, saying, you. Oh my. <laughs> and, and trying to blunt his ratings as much as he could. What you in know, the that's world? Just kind of, well, that's Hollywood. Oh, I mean, wow. again, how can I succeed if my friends A don't ginger care? move. 
Yeah, that is a ginger But you know, it turned out great because then, then we found all this this ways to go with the character. That's why it became like an onion that kept getting unpeeled more and more. Oh. It was originally so, a much simpler. Story. I am very grateful for that. Yes. <laughs> when did you know you were going to bring her back? Like yeah. how? Oh, yeah, no, we probably didn't. Well, probably in the second round of thinking, you know, because that was the February sweeps. So we probably had already gotten over November sweeps, and we'd had and we had some time to think well, how we we're going to really really get that middle of the show before the end. We knew the end of the season we didn't know that february part and then you know it just remembered you know we we have david and, and valerie and now uh, we just thought she was so memorable and so and so it made such a strong impression that we could just bring her back at sweeps and we're going to get you know people are going to want to watch it's compelling to watch these uh these two uh bad girls uh, but and larry i'm curious about the concept that um ginger's back and you know it's almost like people said that it's like this indecent proposal thing right yeah you know mm -hmm. we, you know we kind of uh, certainly had that aspect to it you know we uh but that's probably why we put the Jonathan uh, hook in there too, because at least give her that option. Then when she doesn't go for that, well, then what's Valerie going to do? She's going to expose her to the girls, and she's basically extorting her. And uh, and what the hell, David? You know, it's not going to. You no, know, she knows that. You know, it's, you know, she's got some gifts that David will have a good time, and she doesn't think it's going to be a bad time because she's <laughs> ethically challenged. Don't let's not forget. Like she's from Buffalo. We have this Buffalo right. mafia. Of, yeah. of you know, I'm going <laughs> to use a word here that don't don't anyone get upset, but. I'm just thinking this word, skank. Right. <laughs> it's out there. It's out there. But again, that's kind of what, you know, how we didn't, I, but I didn't even realize we were doing that to the character until I've looked at these episodes this week. And it was that, that pronounced. But anyway, that's what I was thinking when I heard that. So, but Elisa, for you, do you remember the time when you got the, the call back, like, hey, they want to bring back Ginger? Oh, yes. I was. Well, when I left, I just hoped that I was going to come back in general. I hoped that I would. And then I remember in my mind going, well, they're shooting things for sweeps right now with all the shows, basically. So for November and I felt and I went, well, I guess I'm not coming back for that. And mm -hmm. then, um, yeah, I was really, well, we always really would wait. thrilled. You know, we we typically would would like to wait, you know, and you know, let, yeah. let, let it simmer a bit, you know. Simmer, and, right. and yeah, it's a show with so many moving parts. I'm always amazed looking at the season six and seven. Yes, storylines are going on. Blah, blah, blah. And it's, I was amazed by together. that too. When there I look back, I did not. I went, oh my gosh, there is a lot going on here that is being covered and I know. Then you have the whole because then you have casual drug opening, abuse. I don't know if you watch casual drug whole, abuse. Yes, casual, well, you have the whole Colin thing, the whole opening of. Uh, Home is where the tart is, where they, they're having mile high sex, you know? Yes. Like anonymous well, that, mile high sex. Yes. <laughs> you watching the episode back. I was just, right. just in my glory. <laughs> you in the bedroom <laughs> with Jason. Like, this is all the things that are happening right off the bat. I know, I know. I, College I years, so baby. This, you know? Right. You like, your, you like to your kids, hey, come watch mommy's old show that she did. <laughs> I know. This show how old, that how old is your daughter, Alicia? Yeah. She's nine. She just oh, turned nine. Okay. Yeah. And so, no, my husband, this is actually a great story we met in mexico on vacation with friends and he did not know what i did he didn't recognize me he didn't know anything so then as we start you know chatting and talking eventually like what is it you do oh i i said i just work in entertainment and he said oh, okay he works in finance he doesn't care what so we go on and on eventually he says, well, what do you do? And it, well, I work in TV and film. Oh, what do you do? And I am an actress. Oh, so I go down the whole thing. And then I, he's like, we have you done anything that I have seen? And I said, well, maybe. And I said, uh, I did this movie called Clueless. And he's like, I didn't see it. And I said, okay, well, I did this movie that called Night Rock. Irritate me. I go, I did this movie called Night How do you not know Clueless? What's wrong with <laughs> I was like, well, this is great. And then I said, well, we did a series of that too. No. Uh, and this movie died at the Roxbury. No, I didn't see it. Well, I did the show called Sabrina, the Teenage Witch. She's like, I never saw that. And then I started to feel like I have a legit career. So now you're making me like, yeah. And then I said, well, I also did a few episodes of 90210 and he went 90210. And then he's like, and then he looked at me and he goes, Ginger. Oh, no. oh, I said, oh my God. That's amazing. Amazing. It was amazing yeah. because he and all of his friends in college used to watch the show. It was like an obsessive thing that they all watched it. They had this eight by 10 photo of the cast that they would pass around, like whoever would be hazed or something, like some story attached to it. And they had Dreaming this photo. Game. So, yeah, drinking game. And he, I mean, it was so then as I would meet his friends, 
<laughs> He'd be like, oh my God, Ginger LaMonica. His one friend was like, Ginger LaMonica. And I just went, this is Amazing. hilarious. So it was the very, the only memorable oh, thing well, to wonderful. my husband about my whole career. Yep. Oh, fabulous. <laughs> Larry, are, when you look back at these episodes, are you more proud of the writing of the episodes or the fact that people made drinking games? Uh, to- <laughs> oh, well, because, you know, there was no social media then, but we had heard that, you know. Right. That- Every time we would say bro or something like they would take a drink. So we'd always put lots of bros in there. And then, you know, then we kind of had other things we kind of thought. I also have to say uh, it's a, a line that started out in the other Ken Cook show, which was New, New Gidget Cult. I had this line, an episode called Avocado Heads. And that became right. kind of a Valerie thing. And then it, Valerie, got repeat, yeah. it got repeated again in one of the later episodes with you. You know, I think you throw back at her. I'm not sure if it's the one you didn't see, but you throw back at yes. her the, the idea that she's become an avocado head. So, yes, yeah, that was, yes, I, I was I really do. happy about that. Like, just kind of dumb stuff like that. The other thing is we get mm-hmm. to see the internet a little bit in, in one of the episodes when Brandon is sending very early. We see Brandon. Oh, yes. I don't even know what he, he says. says it all. Oh, that's, not so that's so great. I thought of that. I did see that. I know. Yeah. The information superhighway we mentioned. <laughs> mm-hmm. And you can hear the AOL that like, zoom, like when the mail Whatever sends yes. that sound. Yeah. And, and you know, by the way, uh, Sherry Weiss, uh, Professor Weiss did chime in with the uh, the notes and, and you're right. The premiere happened probably like when we were filming. Yes. Oh, it did. Yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So that was a right. lot of the timeline. Thank you, uh, Professor Weiss. All right. So we have some questions here. People wanted to know from Patreon. They want, this is some, this is a long winded question, but I'm going to try to get it all together. I've been, a, this was Jason. I've been a huge fan of yours since the nineties. I love seeing you on TV movies. Two of my favorites. I can remember our 12 wishes of Christmas that you did with, he says, Gabby Carter. Yes. And framed for murder that I believe was a lifetime movie. Yes. Are there more yes. television movies in the works coming for you? Uh, first of all, thank you. Second of all, I loved working with Gabrielle. It was super fun. Um, I loved all of those movies and there isn't, I don't have any that are in the works at the moment. Um, the, the, the film version of my book is in development that I wrote. So we've been, um, working on that and I'm going to be directing it. I'm not going to be in it, but I'd be happy to do, uh, another, I did a lot of Christmas movies. For a bunch of years, it was really my time of year. <laughs> I was Christmas all in a lot of Christmas and and dog movies, like talking dog family oh, movies. Cute. Gotta love a dog movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Joe wants to know: Did you enjoy playing such a devious character? We kind of talked about that a little bit. Yes, so much. I mean, it, it, so much. It's incredibly fun. You're just so free. You kind of can't go wrong. You just. It's very fun. Yes. Uh, someone had a question here for Larry. Uh, Larry, how come we didn't get to see Ginger and David? Was that just for our imagination? Uh, you know, well, go ahead. I'll just let. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, yeah, I think we wanted to leave it to the imagination there and just kind of let the thing play out there, whether it really happened or not. You know. No. Because I, we we shot something, right? Didn't we shoot the two of us together? And then, because I I have this memory of these fuzzy slippers that we had that David and I were laughing about these slippers and that we had to be, and then it wasn't in the episode, but I feel like it was supposed to be dreamlike hmm. or something, maybe. Oh wow! I have to go back to the scripts or have uh, hmm, I have to do a little research on that or have Professor Weiss do it, but I don't remember. Uh, I, I just don't think we would have. It would have crossed the line, I think, imagination-wise. My, my head is yeah. better, to be off, better to be off screen at that point because really what we're focusing on David and Valerie. Yeah. Um, but yeah. it's possible because you have this memory of doing some stuff with Brian. But let me ask you about doing Oh, some- yeah, she did stuff with Brian. I mean, yeah, so sure. what do you remember about Brian Austin Green and do it, working with him? Oh, he was great, too. He was so laid back, like very... Uh, you know, by the time that I came back again, I, you know, went, hey, I guess it's your turn for us to be together. You know, you're kind of laughing. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, um, Brandon, you go to Steve. Yeah, you go. exactly. Yeah, yeah, well, Steve, kind of, yeah. <laughs> vertically integrate the characters. Yes. <laughs> uh, but he was great, too. It was such a great group of people. It was just a really nice very welcoming cast, to me, anyway. They, they love the show, so they love their, you know. Mm-hmm. 
you know, when we and, were talking and to, we would have uh, done uh, double ups when you were there too, probably because those you would. Oh yes, that's right. Episodes at the same time, and the ones not the first one, the first two, but certainly the second time. Yes, that's right. You were um, I at the that. time. The other guest stars. Well, I think they were regulars at this point, but you had Emma Caulfield, mm -hmm. uh, and also, of course, Kathleen Robertson. Who I talk about a lot on the show. Uh, what I Jason love Kathleen. Wilds. Jason Wiles too. Yeah. Jason Wiles. Jason, that's right. Do you find yourself? Do you? I mean, do you find that little group kind of connects because of you know maybe? I've, yeah. yeah, I've worked with all of them at various points. I did a movie with Jason years later. Emma and I know each other through mutual friends. I don't know if Emma and I have ever worked together. I don't think we have, but. We know one another and who else did I, I work with? And Jason and I worked together. He directed me in this uh, this web series for the WB. They were trying to, it was like a um, when they first started doing web series and we did the upfronts and all of that. It was a young, like a group of young kids and I was one of the parents. I cannot remember the name of this show, but he he directed it. So we work together again. And I feel like, did he and I work on something else? We've crossed paths a, a bunch of times, Jason and I. And Kathleen, we also have mutual friends. And so I have seen her over the years. Mm. And Tiffany, Tiffany, I haven't seen as much, I don't think. But for a we bunch of, for a few years following, we did, yeah. We haven't either. We would love her to come on the show. She will not <laughs> come on the show. So I don't have no idea what, what? that is. Maybe I do. Why she will come on the show? Yeah. Why would she not do that? I don't know. Who knows? I don't know. Get her a text. I'm just kidding. All right. <laughs> we, have to, we have to stay on that. But also, uh, Jason Wiles, we haven't uh, seen on the show. Nestor before. wants to know, oh. uh, does she stay in contact with every, anyone from Clueless? You just mentioned uh, 90210 or Sabrina. Mm -hmm. So J I do keep in touch with Jason. from We email from time to time. And uh, I... I reached out to him when Luke passed away because I know that they were close. So we, we connected a little bit at that time. Um, with Sabrina, yes, I see Melissa often. We, uh, she's a good friend. Um, I keep in touch with David Lasher and Nate and um, almost everybody from Sabrina um, I'm still in touch with. And Clueless, Donald and I are, are still friends and um, from he's really the only one that I keep in touch with. I think. Uh, Sherry Weiss, the professor, says that the uh, the show was called The Lake. Yes, that's right. That's right. And it was uh, Meredith Lavender and Marcy Ulin were the EPs. They're mm -hmm. wonderful uh, writers and producers. They did Nashville, and they've they just did um, the flight the flight attendant. No, the oh gosh, hey. what's it got yeah. nominated? Yeah. You know with. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah, great. yeah, it's great. Yeah. Sarah, what else do you've got for Elisa? I'm sure you've got some clueless stuff that you're just dying to know about. So oh, go. I mean, I could talk about clueless forever, go but for I did it. also just want to okay. say, can we talk about the difference between Ginger at Lamont and Ginger at La Monica? Because I thought that yeah. was so funny. <laughs> that did make me laugh too. I had forgotten that until I launched it. Yeah. <laughs> like it's so much better to be, yeah. Yeah, like Lamont, like Lamont and Lamont. I was like, wait, Lam I mean, Lamont is cooler, I guess, but it's not like that big of a change. Um, right, right. Yeah, I told you before we started, I mean, she could be a farmer in those clothes is the most underrated line from Clueless and that delivery is just flawless, so. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. It is a good one. It is a good one. Do people come up to you and like say stuff like, or like, quote they do. At you. they do they do <laughs> for a long time they do i mean for a long time my daughter just thought that i knew a lot of people that i just always knew people everywhere and that they were really excited to see me you know like she didn't understand what was happening and then at one point what it was someone in her preschool i think they saw one of the the family films like the dog movies and on an airplane or something and they came in to school the next Monday and she said, Scarlett's mom is a movie star. And all the little kids were like, what? You know, and they went, and my and Scarlett, my daughter was like, what? You know? So she had no idea really of any of it. But um I want to ask you like what about when you did 90210? Um did you find yourself getting recognized for that? Yes, so much. Oh my gosh, yes. That probably more, I went into, I was in the Beverly Center. I don't know if that even still exists anymore, but the ball and went up to, we, I was going to the movies with a girlfriend of mine. 
And it was the day after the first episode aired the next day. And we were going to the movies and someone, oh, we can't work on the escalator. And this swarm of young girls started like pointing and smiling and pointing. <laughs> and we said, oh, there's somebody famous on the escalator. And so we were looking around and we're like, who is it? Who is it? And we're coming up, coming up the top of the escalator. Boop. And then they're all looking at me. And I went, oh my gosh it's me and my friend was like it's you and they went look at her look she's nervous like they talk about you in the third person and i went this is this is a very widely watched television program <laughs> people are watching this show and you to, and it was you got to destroy the walsh house i feel like That's that was right. such a like symbolic thing I had yeah. forgotten about that too. I totally yeah. forgot that that was, yeah. And thank God you could draw a heart the first time. <laughs> right. I mean, you know, we were very proud of you, you know, actors sometimes, I did you know, think they, to they myself, let you down. I, went, I thought when I rewatched it, I wondered if I had screwed that up the first time. I thought, oh my gosh, that must've felt a lot of pressure. <laughs> doing that. You know, our friend, uh, this, I was going to just ask something similar because we talked about to Jamie Walters a, a few weeks back and, you know, he has a really interesting relationship with the show because, you know, he was touring and his character had all this trouble with Tori or Donna. And, you know, people had said to him, you know, would, you know, yell at him at the, the supermarket, you know, about what had oh happened. Oh my gosh. Leave right. Donna alone. Don't hurt her. Our friend Peter <laughs> is wondering if you, wondering if you had had that happen to you at all with what, what Ginger was doing or had done or any of the characters that you played. No, I think that people, and, and certainly in terms of Ginger, I think they really enjoyed her. Like I, I, I didn't, I never had any negative backlash from that at all. It, people, I think, really just thought she was. They enjoyed it, and people would, for for Clueless, the TV show, people would come up to me and say things, you know, about episodes, but it was never negative. They would say things like, "You really wanted to be prom queen." You know, walking down the street, I'm walking down Fifth Avenue in New York, and these girls come up and they're like, "You wanted to be prom queen so bad," and I'm going, "What are you talking about?" You know, so it's more like that, or people who quote things, and you don't always remember. Yeah, you know, I don't always always remember the things, yeah. the the lines. I hope, and the so it's, I hope this is scene is going to be in in your movie. <laughs> I want to see that. <laughs> yes. yeah. Oh, there are yeah. some things like that in it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You know what I want to ask you, Elisa? Um, you know, the '90s. We've talked about that before. The '90s are getting this this some love now, which I love because I'm a '90s yes. '90s kid. What is your relationship with the '90s? You 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 were in one of the biggest movies from the '90s, and um, you know, everybody's kind of looking back on it now. How does how does that make you feel to look back on all this stuff? And um, you know, what's your thoughts on it? You know, there's that great that movie Kid '90 where. Uh, we're, we're yes, the Lay's movie. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she says, you know, are things as good as we remember them? I'm, I'm curious what your thoughts are looking back at yourself as a young actor in, in, working in the 90s and how it relates to you now. I think, you know, when people always ask, this is a great question because I've never been asked it in that in that context. People always say, you know, did you know that these things were going to be successful or or how does it feel to be a part of these kinds of pop culture phenomena. And I never know what to say because I don't know anything else. Like I was living through it in that way. And also, you know, but I wasn't a little kid. I wasn't 17 and 18. Was just, well, I mean, I guess I was young. I was like 22 or something. So I guess it is still pretty young, but I didn't, I didn't grow up in the business. You know, I wasn't an eight year old TV star. So I feel like um, at that time, all of the, the 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 film and TV was so uh, lighthearted in a way, or not lighthearted, but there was a kind of a brightness to it, sure. and um, and I really loved that. I, I think that there's something that's very hopeful about that, and um, and optimistic, and I think that's a really nice thing. Although you know, okay, sometimes it's a little too shiny and happy, but. Sure. Mm -hmm. um, but I think it, in general, I really appreciate that about that time. And, uh, but I guess things also kind of get a little blurred. I do remember at one time I, wearing um, 
seeing someone wearing um, like the socks we would wear knee high, like knee high socks, I think in Clueless or something. Mm-hmm. And, and I thought, what are they, what, what is that person doing? And, you know, and <laughs> say to me, they're, it's because of the movie that you were in. That's why they're doing that, you know? And I was like, oh, oh, right. You know, because <laughs> we just wear, you know, sweatpants to work. So <laughs> that's hilarious. Um, sorry, can I ask one yeah. Sabrina question? Go for it. Yeah. Because, sorry, because I, I love Sabrina too. And sure. because like on 90210, I feel like maybe one of the reasons people didn't get upset and love Ginger so much is because you didn't really mess with any like of the relationships that maybe the fans were like overly obsessed with at the time. Like I think Valerie and David Meyer, maybe controversial if you'd like shift them or whatever you want to say. But you dated Harvey on Sabrina, right? Yes. So was that ever like, because Sabrina and Harvey, I mean, that's a big one. People did not like that, but I think because they were so happy that he came back to the mm. show that I think that overrode their anger with me because she also, what was that character's name? Morgan, Morgan. also dated uh, David Lasher's character. So yeah. I, this is a this is a recurring theme in my career. <laughs> I'm always playing people that are sleeping with a lot of people. <laughs> well, so, we're all thinking she, that word. That's all right. <laughs> so, so I think they were happier just to see Harvey back, maybe. Okay, cool. And they probably knew historically Morgan tends to these things don't last, is I think probably what the feeling was. Uh, Nestor wants to know, would you ever do a reboot for any of the shows or movies that you did? Oh, yeah. I mean, sure. I think Sabrina would be very fun. I know everybody wants to see a Clueless, and they're always asking about that. But I just don't know if that's in the cards. And I don't don't know that Amy Heckerling wants to. I think she was really not happy with the TV series. And that, that that wasn't a pleasant experience for her, I don't think. And she only stayed on for one year as the showrunner. And we really, I enjoyed doing the show. It was super fun for us. But by the end, everybody was kind of a little bit exhausted. But I mean, sure, I would do it. I think it would be so hilarious to see some of these characters today as adults or as parents God help us. You know, it would be really, I think it would be really comedic. And um, I think it would be great. You know, Alicia Silverstone was offered the part of Valerie. I just remember. Really? Oh, she was? I think so. Also, uh, Drew Drew Barrymore. First, the Drew Barrymore, as I remember. And then, I mean, it would have been been a different character. Alyssa Milano, too. Yeah. It would have been a different character. Mm -hmm. These might have been conversations more than serious office, but those are. Those are names that were on our list at the time, but oh, uh, wow. we were very lucky to have found Tiffany and because uh, and, and that you know we just needed that at that time. It just worked out. Larry yeah, had a chance to look right. back on on Elisa's work uh, and and the episodes. What do you think, looking back all these years later? I'm so happy with it because you know, first of all, she just jumps off the screens. I mean, <laughs> Lisa's work. You know, she Aww. she has that character. I mean, we, and and. And we were able, to, the second time around, because we had seen what she did, we were able to kind of notch it up a bit more, mm-hmm. uh, which, again, because <laughs> it was a sweeps episode, I'm sure the shows, you know, drew to, you know, 12, 15 million people, I'm sure, uh, which was good. And like I said, she served the show brilliantly because we needed someone to break up uh, David and Valerie so we could get on with uh, Donna and uh, back to Donna. Yeah. Uh, sorry, Sarah. Oh, thank you, you. Anything else that you want to ask Elisa? Uh, no, I think. Well, have you seen any of the new Dark Sabrina? By the way, now that we're talking about reboots, because it's dark. I haven't. I haven't. No, okay. and not because yeah. I have any sort of thing against it. I just haven't seen it. I, it's very dark, right? It's very it's dark. But I feel like yeah. that show would make the most sense. Like I could totally see Melissa Joan Hart like finding a way to bring mm-hmm. back Sabrina mm-hmm. the way. So, like, yeah, pun- we're always we're always saying things like, let's pitch something. Like, let's go to Australia and, you know, shoot it over there. What can she be doing there? Or, you know, trying to, yeah. where, some kind of where would Ginger be? Good question. I think this I, I, I would hope that Ginger finally would have found somebody. At least, you know, she might be going through a couple of husbands, uh, you know, separation oh. money right now. Probably, you know, she probably has exactly. a younger boyfriend and is living in Mexico. Definitely. Uh, probably has some pretty good, uh, you know, she probably got paid off pretty well, at, you know, in the end. Because for I, I, think, I think she had gifts. I think yeah. she had physical gifts. That yeah. much I feel certain of because she had a confidence about her. 
I think Ginger would be starting the Real Housewives of Buffalo. Maggie says, I think when you're a redhead, you're always going to be called, your character's always going to be called Ginger, also, unfortunately. I know. Ginger, Amber, always, always. Red. I think we've uh, covered this pretty good. Uh, Alisa, I just want to thank you for coming here. And I'm all about gratitude gratitude these days. I just want to say, uh, thank you for all the work that you did in that time period that we talked about. You, oh, you enriched you. all of our lives through uh, the material and everything that you brought to it, 90210, Clueless, all of the stuff that we talked about today. So we're just so grateful for your time and grateful for you uh, and all the work that you did all those years ago. And you continue to do. So we're, we're ex- really excited about your book as well. Mm. And uh, make sure everybody goes thank out you. and grabs that uh, right Thank now. you. Yeah, I've loved I as I said, when we started, I loved doing the show so much. It was a great joy all around from start to finish. And you can always tell when something, whatever that statement is about that, that, you know, if something's rotten from the top, you you can feel it down. And it we it was such a joy the whole time for me. Um, I loved it. I loved the material. And I really I'm going to watch the fourth one because watching the, yeah, the third one, it. I went I went. She is like and she is taking over this <laughs> hotel room. This yeah. phone, this everything. She is just like, I am back and I am here to make some noise. <laughs> she, outplays, all, she outplays Valerie. That was that was the fun. We idea. all need a little ginger in our life, don't we? <laughs> we do. We yeah. do. Thank Smart you so friend. much for having me. I loved it. It was fantastic. <laughs> Thank you so much for being here. And we will see everybody next week when we have Jenny Bye-bye. Garth. Bye-bye, Sarah. Take care. All right. Everybody have a good one. All right. Thanks, guys.